Stone Memorial tries to take down DeKalb County and win a region title. The Clay County Bulldogs go for a region title against Gordonsville. And Jackson County tries to keep their season alive. The DeKalb County Tigers played out of region at Good Pasture last Friday night. Lost 24-17 to a good, good pasture team. Tiger coach Steve Trapp joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, uh, on the road Friday night, what were your thoughts on the game with Good Pasture? Uh, they're a really good football team. Uh, knew that going in. Those two running backs that they mix in and out right there, it may be, uh, you know, they're top notch. Really good running backs. You know, we made our team aware of that all week. Uh, biggest deal with me, though, is just don't like how we got off the bus and started there in the first half. Um, it's another one of those games where we had our opportunities. Uh, we come back out after halftime, played really well. Defense played really well, only give up three points. Offense moved the ball. Another one of those games where you know, I don't think we really lost uh, or the other team beat us. We kind of beat ourselves with what we weren't able to execute. Coach, you've had back-to-back losses for the first time this season. What have been the biggest things that maybe stand out to you in the last two games? I, you know, a lot of just what I just talked about and really the three losses we got, we feel that you know, if we're a little cleaner in certain situations or if we execute better in certain situations, then, you know, ultimately we could win those football games. And then there's a few games that we have won early on that it could have been the other way around. You know, so looking at it, we feel, you know, we very easily could be an undefeated football team right now or we could be a four and five football team right now. So the guys are playing hard. Uh, it's the first time all year I really questioned their mindset about, you know, how they started that game. Uh, you know, a little bit longer trip than we've had, fall break, all that stuff. Those are just excuses. You know, we preach to them all the time that when you put the helmet on, there's one mode that we should be in. Uh, they got back in that mode there after halftime and played really well. We just uh, dug ourselves too big of a hole to come out of. And then, like I said, a few plays that we missed there in the second half towards the end of the game that, that could allow us to be victorious. Have there been any things in particular that you've emphasized in practice this week? Again, just the mental aspect of it, just make sure that we have a strong desire to be the best that we are, you know, mentally and physically. Uh, make sure you deserve the right to make plays and be victorious on Friday by how you work through the week. It's a message they've heard ever since January, but just reiterating, you know, the philosophies of what Tiger football is about. And, uh, you know, karma will get you if you don't put it in. You know, we talked to him about you reap what you sow. Uh, you know, we've got guys that's made a lot of plays for us, and some of those same guys have missed a lot of plays for us. And, you know, we just want to make sure that they're still, you know, upbeat about the process of work and how they're doing things, uh, again, to make sure that they can reap great rewards by what they're putting on the practice field. Coach, do you feel like the team is still approaching things with a high level of confidence as you get set for the last regular season game and the playoffs? Definitely. They don't have no choice but to. Uh, and if they don't, if they show us that they're not, then we'll, we'll put somebody else in there. So, you know, they are teenagers. You have to deal with all those emotions. But, you know, part of being, uh, you know, a coach in any sport with this age group is just, you know, helping them uh, jump back from those setbacks, you know, just, you know, own mistakes. And that's for coaches also, but, you know, for them as well. And then ultimately, you know, learn. That's one of the last things we told them on the field after Friday's game. Uh, last Friday was just, you know, uh, it, it's not a loss. It's a learning opportunity, which we tell them the same thing if we win. Uh, and we understand what's at stake. Huge game this week. Uh, you know, huge game for Stone. A lot of implications for them. We know where we stand, you know, if we win or if we lose. They know where they'll stand if they if they win or if they lose. And everybody in the region does, you know. So there's some teams that, you know, they're really rooting for us this week. And uh, But ultimately, uh, win or lose, we are in the playoffs. 
we win, we'll be in third. That's the best that we can do. So that's what we want. You know, we didn't uh, win the games that we needed to, to to win a region or play home playoffs, and that's a big goal that we set every January. But the best that we can do right now is finish third, and in order to do that, we have to win this game. So that's what our focus is on. The Cap County coach, Steve Trapp, joining us on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. As you mentioned, a lot on the line still in the region race this week. What stands out about this Stone Memorial team to you on film? Uh, they're they're a good football team. Uh, I mean, offensively, they do a lot of different things. Uh, probably this will be the one game where we're challenged the most through the air. Uh, you know, most teams we've faced all year long are primarily, you know, running the football. Um, but Stone has the opportunity to do it all. Uh, you know, they'll run it. Quarterback's a dual-threat guy. You know, he'll run the ball. He'll make plays by scrambling around, throwing it downfield. Got receivers that'll go up and make contested catches and catch the football in traffic. Uh, you know, so that and, and they've scored a lot of points this year. And then on the flip side, they don't give up a whole lot. You know, a defense that fits everything pretty well, got everything covered, always have the right amount of hats, uh, you know, where they need to be, um, you know, and fly to the football, tackle well. So really quality football team. And, uh, you know, we understand what kind of game this is going to be and that it has to be. And, you know, we're looking forward to the opportunity. Coach, you could say there are kind of some distractions with the region race, playoff spots, stuff like that, that uh, your team probably is well aware of. What are you preaching to them as you prepare them for this Friday's game? Well, like you said, they understand that. You know, we've not hid the fact of, you know, hey, you win your third, you lose your fourth, and then they ultimately could have the chance to win the region, you know, all of this. But at the end of all that, you know, you've known me for years, we always tell them, hey, it is still a football game. And none of that stuff comes to fruition until the game is over. But we don't need to worry about what we cannot control. We need to worry about, you know, playing the ball, uh, playing the game the way it's supposed to be played and executing. And then when the game is over, then all that stuff will come into play. So really, uh, yeah, we're aware of it. But ultimately, our mindset needs needs to be about, you know, execution and playing the best football that we can. What are a few keys the team needs to do well this Friday night? Well, I mean, again, it's it's about efficiency on offense. Just make sure we have quality, uh, you know, plays on first down, so that if we're in third down situations, that they're manageable. Uh, so we don't want to get behind the chains, you know, with bad plays or pre-snap penalties or anything like that. Uh, and then just execute. You know, we, they don't give up big plays, so we understand that we got to move the ball down the field, sustain the ball. Uh, defensively, you know, they've been doing a great job. They're the reason why we've had opportunities every week to win football games. Uh, like I said last week, they only give up three points in the second half, and you know, again, three losses, and uh, all of them is one score or less. Uh, you know, so but defensively, we just got to be, uh, you know, alignment, assignment, and go get the football. That's what we talk about all the time. We understand we'll be challenged, you know, run game wise, pass game wise. You know, so our back end's got to be in tune, our front end's got to be in tune, and just run to the football, get those guys on the ground, uh, and then just make sure we play every play the best we can mentally and physically, no matter what happened to play before. Cap County Tiger head football coach Steve Trapp joining us on the high school playbook. Big game between DeKalb County and Stone Memorial on Friday night. Coach, good luck against the Panthers. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. We go inside the Wildcats then as we're joined by head football coach Dale Flatt. Coach, uh, a good game against Watertown, 38-14, to a loss. But the team looked pretty good at times in that, especially in the first half. The offense looking pretty good. Just take me through, what were your thoughts on that game? You know, I, I thought we really did. We played really well, especially the first half. Uh, I think uh, 
maybe some special team things that we messed up on. Uh, you know, we threw some interceptions. We, we had some fumbles. And, and everything that we messed up on, it cost us. Uh, I, you know, I, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe that comes with, uh, you know, uh, maybe young players, uh, you know, inexperienced players. I, I don't know. But, uh, uh, but, you know, as far as offense, defense, we played really well. Uh, we just got to get them other things straightened out. You kind of mentioned the inexperience, and you got the freshman quarterback and Adrian Jenkins in it there right now, and he looked pretty good in stretches, especially the one scoring drive where he threw for a touchdown. He also had Lachlan run in for a touchdown. Do, do you think he, he'll get better kind of the more experience he gets as well? Oh, yeah. I, you know, any kid, anytime you get out on the field, and, and I, the way I always look at it, every time they're out on the field, they're getting experience or getting better, uh, whether it be practice, whether it be in a game especially in a game because, you know, you go and practice every day and you get used to that. Uh, a game's a whole nother thing, you know. It's uh, the nerves are going, you know, and uh, the excitement and things like that. So game experience is really important as well. For the most part, the defense played pretty well, and we were really impressed in that first quarter how they came out to start the ball game against that Watertown Purple Tigers offense. How did you feel the defense played in that game? I thought they played really good. I, I really did. I, I uh, watching it on film and even in the game. Uh, you know, we we had some sacks. We uh, we we got in the backfield. We stopped ball carrier. Uh, you know, at the line of scrimmage, uh, our linebackers were coming up, and that's something we've been working on all year long. And they were coming up. Uh, you know, we were doing the things that we're supposed to do, and, and really looked good at times. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm wanting to say maybe they slipped through maybe twice uh, and scored on us on our defense. And, and the rest of it was just, like I said, uh, you know, things like uh, uh, special teams or it might have been a fumble and a pick six or, you know, things like that. Coach, what are you guys working on as you get ready for the bees coming up on Friday? Well, they, they run, you know, kind of the same offense. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're, we're still – uh, doing some of the same things. One thing about them, uh, Watertown was kind of predictable as far as they would go to the strength side all the time and, and, and you knew kind of where the ball was going. Uh, Upperman's not that way. They, they might go to the strength side one time. Next time they're going to the weak side. Um, you know, you, you never, they might pull guards and go one way and run the ball the other way. Uh, so, you know, they, they do, I would say, more stuff uh, than maybe Watertown does. So, so we're working on that. We're trying to get them ready for, uh, you know, that extra stuff that, uh, that, that uh, Upperman does and try to get them ready to be, you know, so that we can have maybe a, a good defensive stand again like we did last Friday. What do you think stands out most about this Upperman team? Is it kind of the craftiness like you mentioned? Are they big or are they just skilled everywhere? I guess, I mean, they've been playing some pretty good football for a few years now. What what really stands out about them? Uh, well, I think, uh, you know, last year they were huge. I mean, they were a really big team. I, I don't think they're as big this year as they was last year. Uh, they got a lot of speed. They got a lot of speed. And I uh, I went and watched them play Coolville. Of course, that was first game of the season. Uh, so I, I've seen them play. I've seen them on film. A lot of times you watch them on film, and you really can't tell how big they are or how small they are or how fast or how slow. Uh, but watching them against Coolville, I, I, the speed really stood out to me. Uh, the size did too because I noticed that they were a little bit smaller than what they was uh, from last year.
obviously, big rivalry game with them. And they're playing for a possible region title, so they're still playing for a lot. What has been your message to the team this week and getting ready for them? You know, I, every time we go out, uh, we go out to do our best. And I, I, I think uh, if, if people go to the games regularly, I, I think they see that. I think they see our kids trying as hard as they can. And uh, and that's that's kind of my message. You know, you you can't worry about wins and losses. Uh, of course, yes, it bothers you. You know, but uh, the biggest thing is you want those kids to play the very best that they can, and and that's what I want from our kids. I want them to play the very best they can, use all the ability they got, and just give it their all. You know, and I think that uh, that's all you can ask for out of a kid. Coach, we got to see one of your seniors and Josh Ramsey get back out on the field. He caught a touchdown pass against Watertown. How cool is that to see? Dan played since week two and he had a really good game against Cookville. First game back, he's able to find the end zone. It was really good. I was, I, you know, whenever he got hurt, I thought that he wouldn't come back. Uh, for him to come back this week, I thought was just great. And, uh, and, and you know, he told me afterwards, he said, that's the first touchdown pass I ever caught, uh, which makes it more special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, lastly, Coach, uh, taking on the Bees, what are a couple of keys that the team's going to have to do well to take on a good football team? You know, we we got to be mistake free. Uh, they're a good team. Uh, you know, we and we've got some really good teams in this region. Uh, and, and each time we play them, I try to stress we have to be mistake free, and, and you know we have to limit those mistakes. Of course, you know you're, we're only human. Uh, you know you make those mistakes, but you try to limit them as much as you can. And I always tell our players, if you do make a mistake, let's make it full speed. And, and a lot of times you can make something happen even though you you might do the wrong thing. That's it, Coach Dale Flatt as the Wildcats get ready for the Upperman Bees right here inside the Wildcats den. The Upperman Bees improved to 7-2 on the season, still 3-1 in region play as they took down Walker Valley on the road 24-17 this past Friday. And Coach, I'll, I'll just start it right there. What were your thoughts on the long road trip win? Uh, you know, it was one of our better wins of the, of the year, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I felt like they were a quality team. Um, you know, a little bit different style of play than what we see in, you know, in our region and in, in this area. And, uh, so in that respect, it was, it was kind of like a, you know, a playoff game in terms of, you know, seeing a new opponent with a new style of play, um, with quality players and quality coaching. And, um, you know, they're a 5A team and they're, uh, number two in their region. So, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to be in the playoffs as well. And, uh, you know, we went over there and, and took care of business. Um, you know, played pretty physical, uh, played with, with some good poise and, um, you know, got behind at halftime, but then, uh, re, you know, really spurted out in the second half and, and, uh, you know, made a big play to be, to begin the half and then kind of clamped down on defense. Um, and we, you know, we were able to secure the win and and get out of there. And um, I was very proud of, uh, you know, our performance and our effort, and um, you know the way we made adjustments and and everything. It was a, you know, overall pretty good team win for us. Coach, offensively for you guys, I assume that probably changed maybe a little bit with Jackson Rollins unavailable kind of at that running back position. I assume Deadman probably got some more more of the workload back there, but does it change anything overall for you guys offensively or still trying to do the same things that you guys are already doing? Um, 
You know, I, I don't necessarily think it changes the play calling a whole lot. Um, you know, Terrence obviously got uh, a few more carries, and the, and then we also got Ethan Polk involved. And uh, but uh, you know, with, with Jackson, you, you, you're always kind of hoping and expecting for a big, uh, you know, explosive play. And with the other guys, it's a little. Um, you know, they're capable of it, but it's a little more uh, ground and pound, I guess, with them, and, uh, which is fine. You know, that's our kind of our style of offense. And, um, but, you know, Terrence went, you know, 75 yards with a, with a little screen pass and, and, um, so provided a, a good deal of explosive plays for us. So we know he's capable and, uh, you know, we got good, trust in Ethan as well and uh, and John Rushing you know stepped up and provided some big yards on offense. Coach how big has he been this year at that quarterback position of course you lose your quarterback last year being a senior you bring in Rushing and it was kind of had to develop as this season has gone on and try to open up that passing game a little bit how, how big has he been especially in these last few games that you guys have gotten the wins in? You know, he's been, you know, for the most part, a pretty stabilizing force for us. Um, kind of his personality and, uh, you know, he does some things pretty well and, and, uh, and, and, you know, he's able to be pretty accurate on Friday nights. Um, you know, there's a couple games where he maybe not played his best, but he did enough for us to win. And so, um, you know, we got a good, good big deal of confidence in him and, uh, you know, he's working hard to develop each day and, you know, each week in practice. And so, you know, we've got uh, a lot of faith in him and, and he's done a good job so far. Talking with head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Beast football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, obviously, big matchup this week, rivalry game, and a win would guarantee at least the two seed for you guys in region play and hosting a playoff game. What have you really been preaching to the guys in practice this week as you get ready for the Wildcats on Friday? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the only thing we've talked about is it's a one-game season for us. Um each week is is like that um you know it it like you said it is a rivalry game we know we're going to get their best shot and uh you know that they're playing really well right now um they gave uh, watertown all they wanted and and we're in a a nip and tuck game with uh cumberland county the week before and um you know they got one of the best players that in the region, uh, number 71 is a D lineman. That's just, uh, you know, flying around the field, making plays all over the place. Um, he kind of sets the tone for their defense. They're playing really aggressive and, and, uh, looks like with a, with a good bit of confidence. And so, you know, the message really has been, it's a one game season. It's a region game. These are all important. Um, you know, we, we recognize on film that they've got good players and, uh, you know, maybe for whatever reason, things just haven't fallen into place, uh, you know, and maybe the consistency that they want to play with hasn't been there all season, but they're starting to, to click. And, um, you know, we got our hands full. We got to go to their place. It's going to be senior night and they don't like us. And, um, you know, and it's a rivalry game and, you know, I've been in these things before and, uh, you know, so we got to be playing at our best and, um, you know, hopefully 
get competitive against them and get competitive in the game and, and hopefully find a way to, you know, maybe uh, pull one out at the end. Coach, uh, for you, does it give you a little more confidence that your team last week was able to take the long road trip, take on a, a team that's in 5A, a good football team, and come out with the same amount of energy that they might have for a home game, and maybe they can use that for this week? Does it kind of give you confidence from last week's game going into this one, knowing that they are going to be up and ready to play whoever the opponent is? Yeah, I would hope so. You know, I, that's one thing I have noticed over the last four weeks is is we've kind of grown in confidence over each week, and uh, hopefully that'll carry over this week. Uh, you know, there's never any guarantees, and you never know how the thing's going to play out. And and uh, one thing I do know is they're going to give us our best, uh, their best shot, and we better be ready to you know match their intensity level. That's head coach Adam Kane with the Upperman Bees right here on the high school playbook as they get ready to take on the Livingston Academy Wildcats coming up on Friday. Coach Kane, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined by head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program, a team that improved to 8-1 and on the season, still 2-0 in region play, and a big win over York at home, 44-14 to this past Friday. Coach, a good York team, a 30-point victory. Just take me through. What were your thoughts on the win? Uh, you know, I thought we'd come out and played well. Our kids uh, were really focused. They executed the game plan, and uh, did a great job. You know, I thought our defense played exceptionally well. We stopped them on downs three different times. And, and uh, you know, the kids just went out there and did what they were supposed to do. And, and it was exciting to watch. I know one of the things we had talked about last week is that's a York offense that has some pretty good weapons on it. What what did your defense specifically do well to, to slow them down and give your offense a chance to get on the field? Well, we limited uh, their things to do uh, at the run plays, especially on, on offense. And, uh, you know, I think the, they had a couple of big pass plays they scored on, on us. But, uh, you know, our kids were in position. They just made good plays because they got some good players. And uh, I just thought we did a really good job defensively. Coach, is Keaton Arms back at quarterback yet? Keaton is. Yes, he has had an exceptional game this past week. And uh, uh, we're excited about what he can do in the future. As you go forward, of course, a huge game this week with Gordonsville, but this week and then as you get into the playoffs, are there any plans to kind of use arms and Adams back and forth, or is it just arms offense for now? Well, it's always an option. Uh, you know, you got two really good athletes like those guys are, and uh, both of them are, are exceptional quarterbacks. So, you know, you never know. We'll see what happens. Do you think that win against York kind of gave your team a little more confidence, a really good football team, beating them pretty well, playing well on both sides of the ball? Does it seem like it gave them even more confidence as you get ready for this big region game coming up this week? I think so. You know, York is a very good football team. Coach Wright's uh, always got a great team up there and has them prepared, and I think we come out and, and do what we're supposed to do. So, absolutely, I think it gives us a lot of confidence. As you get ready for the region title game this Friday against Gordonsville, what what are you guys focusing on in practice, and and what are you really preaching to the team as you get ready for that game? Well, uh, it is a uh, huge game, and, and uh, you, you know it's just all we've talked about since since I took the job. All I've heard is Gordonsville, 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 and, and uh, you know, and our kids look forward to this, and they look forward to uh, this this game and this one especially because it is a uh, you know, for the region championship. So, you know, we're we're just going to line up and we're going to get better at what we do, and, and uh, hopefully it'll be enough. 
Talking with head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Of course, Gordonsville has been good almost every single year in the last handful of years. you got got to go back quite a ways when they weren't competitive or weren't winning ball games. What, what really stands out about this Tigers team on film when you take a look at them? Uh, they're fundamentally sound in what they do. Um, their kids are well-coached, um, very disciplined, um, just and, and they have athletes, and they this is not one. There's several. Uh, they do a good job up front. I mean, they do everything really well in, on both sides of the ball. So he does pose a huge challenge. Do you think it's a pretty big advantage to be playing this ball game at home? Well, we're pretty excited about it. Uh, I, I don't know how big an advantage it is, but we're pretty excited about being at home. And I know uh, Clay County's went down there the last two years and lost both times down there. So. Hopefully it'll give us a little advantage. Coach, are you working on anything new in practice as you get ready for the Raging title game? Just trying to get better. Just trying to get better. Honestly, Coach, what, what do you really want to see the guys do well to have a chance to win against the Tigers this weekend? Everything. <laughs> I want them to do everything well. Uh, because it's going to take an effort like that to beat Gordon Soil. Like I said, they're really good. Um you know, we've got some a great coaching staff, some really good kids, and you know, uh, it's it's going to take a, a, a complete effort out of our kids uh, to be in a game. So, you know, we're just excited about that opportunity, and hopefully, we can do well. That's head coach Bruce Lamb with the Clay County Bulldogs right here on the High School Playbook, brought to you by Mountain Barn Builders, getting ready for a big matchup with Gordonsville coming up on Friday. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you. Appreciate you. Welcome into the High School Playbook. We're joined by head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program team. That's 7-2 and two on the season. They went 4-2 and two in region play. And, Coach, i got to start it there. A big win over Hunter's Lane, 46-13 to 13 this past Friday as you guys finish out region play with a good 4-2 and two record. What were your thoughts on the win this past Friday? Well, I thought we played well. It was a, it was a good win at the senior night in front of the home crowd. So it was, it was fun. We, uh, you know, uh, obviously, as a coach, you're going to find something to complain about. There was a couple things there we need to clean up. We had a kickoff return that got ran back, which was not good. We got to do a little better job on our kickoff coverage. And then, you know, uh, but for the most part, it was a pretty solid night. Um, you know, it was uh, got out of there injury-free, and, and kids had a big night. So, so big win. Kind of a fun week for you guys. You get a Thursday game this week against a non-region team and a good football team in Sequatchie County, but also the two teams above you guys in Mount Juliet and Green Hill are playing each other. And if uh, if Green Hill would beat Mount Juliet, you guys would be the two seed in the region. Does it make it a little easier to scoreboard watch when your game is already going to be done by the time they play? <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. We we'll definitely you know be keeping an eye on that score to see which way we're going. Um, of course, the kids and all, and we've talked about it. There's nothing we can do about it. So we're either more than likely going to be the two seed and host, and then, or we'll be the, you know, well, we can be the two, three, or four seed, to be honest with you. But good chance to be the two seed or the four seed. So we'll we'll take whichever one that comes and go do what we can do. Coach, how cool is it just to, just to be in a position and have the opportunity to possibly host a playoff game next week for as good a football as you guys have played this year? I think it would be really huge for for the you know the community for the team. Uh, you know, obviously being a two seed is a, a little better spot to be in. You're trying to get a get a playoff win and get started in the playoffs here. So, uh, you know, we we really hope that we get a home game. But like I said, we can't control it. So whichever one comes our way, we'll take it in stride and do the best we can. But like I said, it, it would be exciting to have one for the 
for the town and for the team and to just, you know, get one more game at home at least. So that would be, it'd be really fun. Of course, you do have a game this week coming up on Thursday, a little short week for you guys, taking on Sequatchie County on the road. How does preparation change this week for you guys with a shorter week to prepare? Well, you know, we we obviously got to condense things down to a little bit more on Monday than you normally would do. Uh, and Tuesday and Wednesday, Wednesday be a little more physical than a normal Thursday would be. Uh, so to get ready for a good football team, you know, they're two seed, six and three playoff team as well. So it's, um, you know, it'll be a tough test for us, but we just got to condense it. They've got to go through the same thing. So it, it's equal on both sides and then uh, travel down and see how it goes on Thursday. Talking with head coach Mark Frazier of the Wine County Warriors right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, as you get ready for the Indians, I assume you've had a chance to look at them on film. What what really stands out about this football team? Well, they're a well-coached team. Um, it's, uh, you know, their quarterback is kind of what makes their offense go. Uh, he runs the ball really well, throws really well. They throw it, run it almost evenly. So it's uh, be a little different test for us. Um, you know, we've got some athletic guys on the outside, and then defensively they're just a sound team over there. So we're going to have to make sure that we uh, follow our blocking assignments, do what we need to do. So it's, uh, it's a good football team, um, and, uh, you know, I think it'll be a good test for, for both of us. Um, like I said, the quarterback really is going to cause us some trouble. So we'll have to keep an eye on him, and, and hopefully we can contain him a little bit. Coach, how how much of an experience and how important do you think this ball game is in just trying to get an, a playoff-type feel to it? You have to go on the road. It's a good football team. How, how much do you hope this game helps you guys on down the road in the playoffs this year? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just you, you try to get better every week. Um, you know, we've had some young guys, especially on the back end of the defense, that have had to play. So I just think anytime you get game reps, it's going to help you, especially against a good football team. It's the best practice you can have. So we want to go out there and treat it like we try to treat every game. You know, you, you're trying to win the game. You're trying to get better. Um, be as emotionally up as you can every game and, you know, run to the ball on defense, be physical on offense. And, you know, that's kind of our MO. So we won't really change any of that. But hopefully, you know, we do continue to get better uh, and we'll need to be going into that first week of the playoffs. Coach, I know we've talked about the, the defense this year and something that you guys have really worked on throughout this season. What kind of improvements have they made from week one here now until week 11? Well, I think it's been a, a drastic improvement, especially here in the last two or three weeks. Uh, you know, we've we've gotten a little bit better in the back end, and, and we've not really given up the home run plays uh, like we were early on. Uh, passing, you know, defenses, you know, got decidedly better, and that's kind of where we were struggling we actually played okay up front at times and just you know haven't been able to get off the field on third down so it's been good um you know the last few weeks to to get some of those guys playing a little bit better i think a lot of it's just been experiencing getting the right guys back there so i I continue to i expect them to continue to improve as we go on through and this is a big week for that because this team throws it a lot so we'll we'll get tested in the secondary again so hopefully we can make some more strides Coach, I know Malachi has been getting some more playing time the last couple of weeks. Is it still kind of the same thing for him this week, being a little cautious with him, or is he pretty much ready to go uh, with uh, with all the reps he can take? He's, he's you know, I, I think if, if this were a playoff game, he could play the whole game. I think he's fine. I just think a little bit of it, he has to trust it himself. You know, he's not hurting. He's not having any pain or any tightness. So I think he's, he's okay. But, you know, you have to convince yourself of that. We'll be uh, – you know, uh, obviously we got to go try to win the game, but you know, we'll, if 
opportunity presents itself, we'll be a little cautious with him to to get him out some. But he's planning on playing full go, so there's no um, you know there's not a pitch count on him this week. We'll just see see how the game goes and then uh, you know act accordingly. Lastly, coach, what do you want to see the guys do well Thursday night at Sequatchie County? I just think you know we got to come out and play with emotion like we always do. If we come out flat, we're not a very good football team. If we come out and play hard and play physical and run to the football, we can be okay. So uh, I just think we got to go out and bring that emotion. And if we do, we'll have a good chance. If not, you know, we'll be in a dogfight because, like I said, it's quite a good football team. So uh, let's just hope we go down there and bring the emotion that I feel like we do a pretty good job of bringing every week. We got to do it one more time. Coach Mark Frazier with the White County Warriors done with region play. One final non-region game coming up on Thursday against the Sequatchie County Indians. Coach Frazier, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thank you. The Monterey Wildcats improved to 7-2 on the season, still 2-1 in region play as they took down Bledsoe County 36-28 in a close ball game, but able to pull it out with the win last Friday. And Coach, I'll start it right there. Uh, what were your thoughts on the win over Bledsoe County? Well, you know, it was a huge win for our team. Uh, you know, Bledsoe County is uh, a traditional playoff football team, and, and they have an opportunity to finish in the, the top two of their region. Uh, so, you know, uh, a huge game for us, and it was something that we had talked about, you know, uh, kind of a pre-playoff type environment, pre-playoff type game uh, that you hope gets you ready then for the playoffs and the competitive environment that you're going to see in November. Coach, it's, uh, it looked like a game that uh, you guys trailed for a little bit. It was kind of back and forth between them. How resilient is this squad this year, and, and how well did they play in the second half to be able to pull that game out? Well, you know, it's, it's a very mentally tough football team, and, and they're starting to grow, and, and they're handling situations better uh, each week. Uh, you know, we're still a little frustrated. We're giving up some big plays, uh, and, and that it's, it's not the physical piece that's getting us. It's, it's mental execution, knowing down and distance or recognizing formations or recognizing personnel packages. Uh, so a little bit frustrated by that, and, and it's something that we're, we're striving every day to get better at. And a lot of that is just focused by the young men, and, and they're going to get better in that. There, there's no doubt about it. They're very prideful group, and, and as you saw, you know, a little bit later in the game, obviously we cleaned it up and, and became a, a whole lot better football team. Coach, this is a Monterey team started the year 2-2. Two and two. Since then, you guys have won five games in a row. Are the Wildcats playing their best football right now? I, you know, I, I don't want to say yes or, or no in that. I mean, I think we're playing a pretty good, pretty good brand of football right now. Um, you know, we're still making a lot of mistakes, and there, there's still a lot of things that I feel that we could be better at um, in all three phases of the game. And and so, you know, I, I do feel that we're playing uh, better overall than we were early in the year, or kind of that middle stretch of the, of the year. Um, you know, physically, I think we're we're growing, and and I think the big part is, you know, we're we're, we're starting starting to mentally understand uh, how to play the game on, on all three phases. And, and that's been a huge thing that, you know, mentally, uh, you know, when you can understand and you can recognize, you can play faster. And uh, in that regard, we are starting to play a little bit faster just because, uh, you know, we feel more comfortable with what we're doing from a mental standpoint. I know when we have talked earlier that you said there's a lot of young guys, younger guys, sophomores, juniors on the squad that don't have a ton of playing experience. Has it kind of been that mental side of the side of the ball or side of the sport that they've had to figure out as this season has gone on? And is that kind of where they've improved the most? It is. You know, obviously when you're 15, uh, you know, you're having to grow physically and, and the weight room is tremendous in that or in just the, 
the whole natural maturation process that, that young men or young women go through uh, as, as high school athletes. Uh, but a lot of it is just the experience and, and the recognition, you know, uh, obviously with each step of the way, you know, there's just a whole lot more schematics that goes into it. And, and that's something that our guys have had to kind of adjust to. And, and we've been able to build along with them. And, and, you know, when you, when you reach the midpoint of your season, you know, for a lot of coaches, you talk about you're no longer a freshman. You know, you've seen enough, or or you've been around enough, or you're not no longer a sophomore. And I think that's a big part for us is, is you know, once we hit the midpoint, we really challenge our guys that that when we hit that midpoint, hey, we're no longer a sophomore. You know, that's not a crutch. You know, I, I can't sit here and and water it down anymore for you. You've played enough, or you've seen enough. Now it's time to take the training wheels off, and and that was kind of. You know, we, we've been blessed. Our guys really bought into that, and, and, you know, they've really bought into trying to develop the mental side, and, and they've done a good job of that. Talking with head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, a lot on the line this week. A big opportunity for you guys taking on Wartburg. A win would at least guarantee you guys a two-seed and then possibly a region title as well. How important is it to get a win this week just to secure a home playoff game for the first round next week? Well, it, it's huge. It, it's huge for for our seniors, and it's huge for our whole program. Any time that uh, you get to host games in November is always special, um, and and that's what kind of you know aids your culture and and aids the the development of younger guys wanting to be in your program and wanting to be a part of of what we do consider to be something pretty special uh, here on the mountain. And and you know I, I feel like we have a great culture. I feel like we have a, a great environment, and and when you can put uh, playoff games in November in your home stadium. It just it just elevates the excitement around your program, and, and it's something that we're super excited about. Um, you know, the main focus of this week is us in Wartburg. Uh, you know, everything else uh, is out of our control, and uh, so we we're just going to try to focus on what we need to control, and that that's getting on the bus and and going to Wartburg. And honestly, our last two bus trips we didn't we didn't compete very well. So we got to be able to make sure that we can get on the bus and get off and, and play at a high level. Let's break down this Bulldogs team a little bit. It's a team that's winless in the region, however, have a few wins in the season. Believe they won last week as well. What, what do you know about them? What stands out about them on film? Well, you know, they're no huddle, which we're, we're starting to see more of that. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta adjust and practice for tempo. Uh, they have, uh, you know, a, a big receiver, probably six, three, uh, that is making a tremendous amount of plays and, and is, uh, you know, yardage wise, he, he's putting up huge numbers every night. I think their quarterback is a really good athlete. Um, he does a really good job of leading their offense. Uh, he's he's a very athletic young man as well. When you see him on film, he does a good job of of creating on his own, but he also does a good job of extending plays with his feet, uh, which allows his receivers to you know get some breakdowns in the secondary and hit some big plays. Uh, they do a good job uh, in their run game. Their tailback's a physical young man, uh, you know, and they get after you on defense. They bring a lot of pressure on defense and uh, you know give you some some variances in fronts. And so we got to be very good to recognize what we're going to see and and not have any bust according to what they do. Lots to play for for the Monterey Wildcats taking on Wartburg on the road coming up on Friday to try to improve to 3-1 in region play. That's head coach Scott Hughes as they get ready for the Bulldogs coming up on Friday. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thank you guys for having me on.
Head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program joins us on the high school playbook as they fell to Cumberland County 21-7 this past Friday. And coach, I'll just start it right there. Just take me through. What were your thoughts on the game against the Jets? Oh, well, I mean, you know, we just allowed uh, too many explosive plays. Uh, you know, they took the opening kickoff down to about our five-yard line and then uh, scored on the first play. Uh then we answered, uh, you know, and got a drive all the way down and on our first drive, but uh, come away with, with no points. We had a holding uh, uh, call on us that backed us up. But uh, at halftime, you know, it was 7-7. Seven to seven. Um, And we just, uh, you know, we were, we were already kind of banged up and had, uh, you know, eight or nine kids out uh, for Friday's game. And then in the second half, um, you know, we just seemed to keep on losing kids uh, due to injury and stuff. I think, you know, we had uh, seven more go out on Friday. But, uh, you know, and we just, uh, you know, they took advantage of, uh, you know, basically three big plays. Um, well, actually, two of their scores came uh, came either off of a big play or the, a big play set it up. And then, um, you know, which, um, I mean, I can't – my kids just continued to fight and battle. I mean, it didn't matter who was in there and, um, you know, what grade they were in. Uh, you know, I was proud of their effort. Uh, just We just couldn't get it done on Friday. Coach, what kind of a resiliency have you seen from this squad this year especially? It seems like you've been battling with the injuries all year long. Of course, Arroyo goes out a few weeks ago, which was a mainstay on, on really both sides of the ball. But who, the guys have really stepped up, and it sounds like they've played hard each and every week. Just talk about their resiliency that they have really showed this year. You know, that's what, and that's what I keep on telling them. I mean, they're, they're a tough group of kids that, uh, you know, they, they want to do well and they want to compete. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and again, it doesn't matter. And that just goes to show you how, you know, them in practice and, and understanding, uh, you know, what to do because it's just like it's they have to take that next man approach. And no matter, um, you know, where you are on the depth chart, uh, you better know what's going on by the time it's your, your, your uh, chance to go in. And, uh, uh, you know, again, I'm – Super proud of these kids. I mean, they you know they fight, they battle, uh, they come to work every day, and uh, uh, you know it doesn't really show it in our record. But uh, you know, I'm I'm happy for them and proud for them. But uh, you know, uh, we just uh, yeah, for some reason this year, I mean, we've had uh, more injuries than 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 the previous years. I mean, I'm just glad that we have uh, you know 34, 35 kids on the roster because last year. Um, had we had all these injuries, and I think by the time we ended the game on Friday night, um, those who were already out and those who were 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 out uh, due to injury from Friday night's game, I think there was a total of 16 kids over there. Or so, and or if you take 16 kids off last year's team, that means we were only playing with eight kids. So I mean, it's. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, again, I mean, these kids, I mean, I know that they're going to come back, you know, and, and some of these kids are going to be able to come back this week, and it might be midweek before they're kind of somewhat uh, able to participate in any practices and things like that. But uh, but I know if they can go, and uh, that uh, that they're going to get a chance to go, and they, and they want to be in there. 
Talking with head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Blue Devils 2-7 and seven on the season, 0-3 in district play or in region play. However, uh, a lot to play for this week. It's the final regular season game taking on the other 0-3 team in your region and a win would put you guys in the playoffs and keep your season alive. So a lot to play for this week. And I, I wanted to ask about what you guys are focusing on in practice, but it sounds like it's mainly just going to try to be kind of resting guys up and, and seeing if they can get healthy enough for Friday is that kind of the main main focus this week I mean that's pretty much by this time you either kind of know what your offense and defense is or you don't I mean <laughs> when it's all said and done I mean so yeah I mean we're gonna have you know we're we're gonna watch a lot of film this week and uh, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna practice but it's mainly going to be a you know a lot of uh, walking through stuff and because we can't uh, we can't afford to uh, uh, take anybody else or get anybody else hurt or banged up and stuff. I mean, and I know it's it's about you know it's week ten or week eleven, excuse me. And um, every uh, you know pretty much if, if every high school team is is beaten banged up by now. I mean, it is what it is. And unfortunately, we've had a little bit more serious injuries than we have in the past. But uh, uh, you know, again, I know what these kids are going to do this week. They're going to come out. They're going they're going to uh, get their mind right. They're going. They're going to practice hard. They're going to, you know, understand the scheme, understand what we're supposed to be doing offensively and defensively, and hoping to to go on the road on Friday night and get a win and and get back in the playoffs for the second year in a row. Which is, I mean, again, it's huge for our program to uh, to take that step in the right direction. Coach, let's talk about that game a little bit, taking on this Stratford Spartans team. You mentioned kind of watching film throughout this week, uh, assuming that you've had a chance to look at them on film a little bit and at least look at their record. What, what do you know about this Spartans team? Have to go on the road to Nashville to take them on, and obviously that's going to be tough, but what do you know about them? Well, I mean, typical, uh, you know, they're, they've got lots of speed, uh, and they are they have some some big mobile linemen, both on the offense and defensive fronts. Uh, you know, they're... They're, um, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get on uh, when they line up in formations and stuff. Uh, I mean, they're just going to try to run right at you, uh, and then they're going to contest you, throwing the ball over the top of you. Uh, so, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things that you know we've got to make sure that uh, you know we we make sure that on defense we we fit as far as like the run fits and stuff on uh, properly and and we don't lose contain and um and stuff i mean because i mean once they you know once they get even with us i mean they're going to be much faster and quicker than us so i mean that's the thing that we've got to make sure that we uh we do not allow them to to get outside and then uh you know we just got to uh not allow them in the uh to have explosive plays i mean we got to make them snap the ball you know, 10, 15 plays if they're wanting to drive and score on us. I mean, I think if uh, if we may, if we if we don't allow any explosive plays, uh, then we've got a, we've got a real good shot at winning this ball game. That's head coach Sean Loftus with the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the high school playbook, getting ready to take on Stratford in their final regular season game to t- try to stay alive and go into the playoffs to extend their season. Coach Loftus, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, thank you very much. Sir. Appreciate it. Our broadcast games Friday night will feature the Monterey Wildcats traveling to Wartburg to take on the Bulldogs on Sports Radio 104.7 beginning at 6.20. The Livingston Academy Wildcats finish out their season with rival Upperman at 6.30 on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And at 6.45 on News Talk 94.1, the Cookville Cavaliers host Shelbyville. 
Thanks for listening to the High School Playbook.